Isaiah chapter 60 verse 1. Arise from spiritual depression to a new life. Shine, be radiant with the glory and brilliance of the Lord, for your light has come and the glory and brilliance of the Lord has risen upon you. This Bible verse was just read in Amplified Version. And I have known it for like a while now, but when I found it in Amplified Version, I was like, oh my God, (laughs) this is what I needed. You know, and I just feel so led to read it out to you today because this Bible verse, despite the fact that it's very connected to what I'm going to be discussing today, it is also a charge. It is an answer. It is an encouragement from God telling you that despite the fact that your light has come, you have a role to play and that role is to arise and shine. There are many people that remain in spiritual depression despite the fact that the answer has come, the light has come, the healing has come, they still remain in the dark. And this is God's way of saying that whatever it is that you have gone through, you can come out of it. You do not have to stay there anymore. Whatever it is that you think has held you down for so long, you can come out, you can triumph, you can win. And God is still in the business of healing souls. He is still in the business of making a name for himself with your life. Hi, I'm Wura. And I have come today with a little bit of violence and a lot of love <laughs> because today's episode is, is is going to be a charge from the depth of my heart i just believe that this is something that someone needs to hear somewhere you know one of the things i've learned from god is that love is not always you know cute and lovey-dovey sometimes love is tough you know and i've seen that in the life of jesus jesus was not oh you know you're my sheep and i'm your shepherd sometimes you know jesus was <laughs> throwing tables, flipping tables and flogging people. Whenever it was needed, he had to, you know, show a level of violence and all for the sake of love, right? So permit me today, okay? Anything I do is out of love, but you know, yeah. So, I'm going to begin today's episode with a bit of Bible study, which is just a little, you know, brushing through. And it's in John chapter 11, when Lazarus, the friend of Jesus, died. And Jesus was like, okay, guys, um, so our friend Lazarus is dead. No, he didn't even say he's dead. He said, our friend Lazarus is asleep and I am going to wake him up. I feel like that was such a cool moment. Like, Jesus was so cool. <laughs> he's like, oh, you know, he just things that will be killing ourselves over he's just like oh whatever like when they were killing themselves like running around when there was a storm and he was sleeping she's so cool but anyway that's not the point of the story (laughs) i digressed a little so the point is he was saying that he's going to wake him up and he went you know he traveled all the way did everything he had to do greeted mary martha and then he said take me to where he is and when he went there he said roll back the stone and they rolled it back and he called him he said Lazarus come forth now this is the verse of emphasis John eleven forty four, where Jesus said take off his grave clothes and let him be free take off his grave clothes 
and let him be free. <sighs> now, this means that yes, Lazarus was alive. Yes, he had come out of the grave, but he was still carrying an emblem of death. He was still covered in the identity of death. He was still looking like someone who was dead because he did not take off the grave clothes. And an instruction had to be given that this man you are looking at is not who you think anymore. He is not the dead Lazarus that was in the grave a few minutes ago. This man is alive. An entire miracle just happened, just like right now. This man is alive. Take off the grave clothes. And this is a charge to you. There are many people that God has come with healing for you. You have seen him. You have started that process. You have started to see improvement. But you are too used to being in pain. And God is saying to you right now, take off the grave clothes. There are people that have accustomed themselves to pain and dysfunction. It's like something is wrong when you are not depressed when you are not anxious so so when the healing comes when you feel yourself you know getting better you you start to feel uncomfortable like no it shouldn't be this way because you are so used to pain and jesus is saying to you right now take off the grave clothes you don't have to be this way come forth That is my message to you today. That is my charge to you. That you can rise up. You can rise up from anything. You can choose to come out. Healing will never fully take place in your life until you make a decision that you will not continue living like somebody that doesn't have hope for a future. You can't keep on having pity parties and waiting for people to look to pity you and feel bad for you. You can't continue that way. Not when God has called you to a life of freedom, of victory. And you will keep stopping yourself for as long as you try, you know, for as long as you remain in this place. You keep wearing grave clothes. When God has called you to a life of healing. It's very possible to get comfortable with pain. It's very possible to romanticize pain to romanticize dysfunction and make it look like this is the norm in your life and i wouldn't blame you if you if you're someone who has suffered a lot of hurt in your life if you're someone who has been through a lot of disappointments it can make your mind get used to it such that when you do not when you do not go through disappointment it feels like something is even wrong But God is telling you now that a new life has begun. You do not have to live like this anymore. You can take off those grave clothes. You can choose to be free. You can choose to do something. You can choose to get up. Literally get up. (laughs) Okay. So I'm going to give you a a little story. This was me for a few years. I liked the attention that came with being dysfunctional. I liked it whenever I wasn't okay. It sounds funny, right? But I actually did. I liked it. I don't know why. No, I liked it because I really liked attention. I'm not even going to lie to you. But 
there was just something it just made me feel a sense of what's the word i don't know the word to use because i don't even know what it made me feel but this let me just try and explain it to you you know in nigeria there's something we do that i call suffering olympics when if someone is going through something you say that you are going through something worse to try and top it you know that kind of thing so i liked the fact that i was going through stuff so that in a way it just made me connect more with people in pain i always felt like i have to be in that situation i have to be going through something too like so i got so used to pain like it was that bad i remember how like most of my 2021 was full of me sitting down and literally having a pity party with me myself and i i would sit down and i would just be crying about how everything is going wrong and how things are not going the way i expected and then in a few minutes i'll just wipe my tears and just continue like nothing happened <laughs> guys <laughs> it was not funny it wasn't funny my guy i was like what is going on with me and it just kept going on sometimes if you leave me at home alone i can just sit down and i'll just start crying again thinking about how oh my life is this my life is that i don't do anything right blah 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 and then i'll just have that you know invite you know the rest of <laughs> i don't know who else i'm inviting but i'll just sit down there and talk about how life is such a mess and then when people do not notice that i'm going through stuff i'm gonna be like oh look at them nobody cares no one is noticing that that my entire life is hanging on a thread right now no one cares you know and i had to tell myself to get up i had to tell myself to get up listen to me it is your job to determine whether or not the devil will steal your joy <laughs> sounds funny right but it's true whether or not the devil will steal your joy is up to you that is your choice to make I know it sounds really sad and painful, but healing is your responsibility. It is. It may not have been your fault, but it's your responsibility to yourself and to your future, to your generation, to make a decision that you heal. And part of, and I've spoken a lot about intentionality when it comes to healing. Part of intentionality is literally telling yourself to get up every time. When you see yourself having that pity party again, you tell you, you say it out, get up, come out. You can come out of anything, I promise you. Hmm. I think one of the things that helped me is understanding that my issue is not as uncommon, it's not as peculiar as I thought. I said this, I think I said this in the first episode. When you realize how common your situation is, it helps you find a bit of solace. You remember when in school, you know, you've not done an assignment and you're already feeling so scared, you're panicking, and then a friend of yours says, oh, I haven't done that assignment either. There's a sense of relief you feel, not because you want that person to fail, not because you're a bad person, but because there is a sense of relief that comes with knowing you are not alone in a situation. And it's normal. And that's why I'm trying to tell you now, whatever it is that you are going through, someone else is going through it someone else has gone through it and unfortunately someone else somewhere will go through it but if you can heal and come out of this then you might your children might never have to go through that pain I, I was raised in a single you know I was raised by a single mom and I told myself that my children 
will not be raised by a single mom because I'm not about to be that kind of strong woman. I don't want that. I respect and I honor my mother for her strength, but I do not want to have that type of strength. And even if I do, I don't want to exercise it in any way. I want to have a husband that will love me and I will love him back and we will raise our children together. And I made a decision that I will break that pattern. I have been raised by a single mother. My children will be raised by both their parents. <laughs> they will be raised in a happy home. And I have made decisions. I have done things. And one of the things I did to ensure that this happens is I got up. I told myself that I will not live my life like this anymore. I will not keep walking around like an abandoned child. Because if I do not have a good view of men, I had to stop seeing things from the way my father showed me life. Like, basically, he didn't really show me because he wasn't there. But you get what I'm trying to say. I had stopped seeing things through the lens of the pain that I had gone through. Because if I continue that way, it would affect the way I see men. And how will I get married? And even if I get married, how will I be able to, you know, build a home for myself if I don't know how to see men the way God sees them and not the way I have seen them through how I was raised? I don't know if you get what I'm saying. But what I'm trying to tell you is you can choose to come out. Stop waiting for people to rescue you. That's God's job. And that is what he is set to do in your life. And for someone listening to me, you can even see, you can feel that God has come to take you. You need to stop crying about what was lost. You, you're like, oh, you don't understand. People, I've been through this, I've been through that. I get it. I don't completely understand. And you know I will never claim to understand you. But I can tell you this. Whatever it is you are going through, you have the ability to come out. You need to stop. One of the coolest things about Jesus is that he doesn't dwell. And what I'm trying to say is, even in that story of Lazarus, the Bible records that he wept. He didn't stay there weeping like, oh, Lazarus, oh, dear Lazarus. If he stayed like that, Lazarus wouldn't, be, wouldn't have been raised, right? There wouldn't be a miracle. Imagine if he just stayed there crying and crying and crying and crying all day. Jesus did not dwell too long. And I think that's something we need to learn from him. Yes, it's it's sad. Whatever may have happened was not supposed to happen. It wasn't your fault. It was unfortunate. Yes. You didn't bring it upon yourself. You didn't ask for this. You didn't ask for anything. I understand that. But for how long will you keep on staying on the same matter, crying over the same thing? The Bible says there is nothing new under the sun. Do you really think that you are going through something and God did not know? Do you really think that you are going through something and God is not seeing you in that pain and he doesn't want to bring you out of it? Your pain does not mean that God is a bad person. Your pain does not mean that God is a terrible father. It doesn't mean that. And you cannot use your circumstances to judge God. Only you. No, come on now. (laughs) God is good, whether you accept it or not. And you need to remember that. You need to remember that this good God wants to walk you through a life of healing, a life of victory. But you have to stop crying. You have to come out. God is not interested in what you lost necessarily. What God is paying attention to is what you have left. You need to focus on what is left. And don't tell me there is nothing left when there is breath in your lungs and you are listening to me right now. If there is a pulse, then my dear friend, you need to know that there is a purpose. When Elijah met with that widow and her son who was literally about to die, like she had nothing left, 
All she had was oil. Now she kept saying she had nothing left. And Elijah was like, give me what you have left. <laughs> and she had a little bit of oil. And that was enough. That was enough for God to show himself faithful. When Jesus was about to feed the 5,000 and that little boy came with his five loaves and two fish, Jesus didn't care if he had a bakery before. All that mattered was that he had five loaves and two fish there. That was what he had left and that was enough for him. Give what you have left to God. Let him show you what he can do with it. Give what you have left to him and stop crying over what was lost. The lost time, the lost relationships, the lost opportunities. I know it hurts. I know it's painful. But for how long will you remain there? For how long will you keep take will you keep wearing grave clothes when God has declared you free? You need to start acting like a healed person and stop acting like somebody whose life is over. Your life is not over. Your life is not over. God gave you the gift of life. The least you can do with that gift is use it. Live. Make up your mind that you will live. Tell yourself right now, I choose to live. I choose life. Today, I choose life. There is a Bible verse. I think it's Ephesians 5.14. That says, wake up, sleepers. Let Christ shine on you. And I'm saying that to you today. Wake up. Let Christ shine on you. Enough is enough. Wake up to a brighter life. What is it that you lost? God can still use you. What is the what is the mistake you made? God can still restore. God can redeem. And he wants to do that in your life. God can make a name for you, for himself in your life. Do you really think oh, it's all over? Ask Abraham and Sarah. You think it's all over again. (laughs) Ask Moses, the man who thought he was a murderer. Let me tell you something. There is nothing that God cannot restore. Remember in the Bible, there was a valley of dry bones that God made into an army. He rose them. Come on now. God can restore to that point. No matter how dry your life is, do you think it's all over? Do you really think that? We have a God that has promised beauty for ashes. So you might tell yourself, oh, my life is complete ashes right now. Let me tell you something. God can give you beauty for ashes. Stop acting like a hopeless child. Not when your light has come. Your light has come. Now it is your job to arise. It is your job to shine. You need to tell yourself, I arise. I shine. And I give glory to God. My life is for the glory of God. And nothing will stop me from living for him. Nothing. No pain. No depression. No sadness. I know how difficult it is to live in cycles. And that is why I'm so like moved by this. Because someone listening to me right now has been living in cycles. It's the same thing. It's anxiety and depression all the time. You are too anxious. You are too depressed to do anything. And then you are anxious because you're not doing anything. And then that makes you depressed again because you're not doing anything. But you're now too depressed to do anything. Like, You understand what I'm saying to you because it relates to you. But God is saying you can come out of this. You can make a decision that you will no longer live like someone who does not have a father. Remember the orphan heart, how I spoke about, you know, people who live like they do not have 
a father who live like they don't have anyone to hold on to and many people are like that and i'm telling you now that you can be free you can choose to come out you can choose to heal you can choose a life of victory in as much as god wants to heal you if you do not want to be healed there is hardly much he can do for you if you do not want and i know it sounds funny but there are people who may not even realize it but they don't want to be healed because you have gotten so used to pain you've acclimatized yourself to pain and sadness to dysfunction so when it's not going that way you you that's when you even start to worry that something is wrong if you wake up happy you're like ah what is happening to me (laughs) but the joy of the lord can be your strength my dear friend you can choose to enjoy the joy that god has given you and it is a gift from the lord it is a gift from the lord what you're going to do for me is you are going to get a list of songs you're going to get like a playlist of praise songs and i want you to dance dance and dance dance like your life depends on it and when you are done dance and thank god do not say do stop crying about what was lost thank god for what you have left that breath in your lungs, the family members, the friends, everything you have left. Take out some time and give God praise and show him gratitude for what you have left, for who you are now, for who you are becoming, and just thank him. That is the exercise for this week. And I want you to constantly tell yourself, get up at every point in time that you see yourself thinking horrible thoughts towards yourself and pitying yourself again just tell yourself get up call yourself by name and say get up get up you can get up from anything and when you do that begin to thank god again when the devil tries to fill your mind with the things that are not going right remind yourself of the things that have not gone wrong remind yourself of the things that are going right and thank god for it the devil will try to make you feel like everything is going wrong in your life remind yourself that god is still good and he is still in the business of helping and healing and restoring and redeeming that is the god that we serve so this is what i want you to do for me today um before we say our prayer i just want to speak to whoever it is listening to me today i just believe that I cannot be so naive to assume that everyone who is listening to me right now is saved. You cannot enjoy a life of healing. You cannot choose to come out. Christ cannot shine on you if you have not accepted him into your life. It's not because he is wicked. It's because he will not do anything without your consent. Just like that. Especially when you've not even accepted him into your life. That's how gentle the Holy Spirit is. So you want the Holy Spirit to start working in you. You need to accept Jesus into your life. You can choose to come out of any situation. But you can never do it without the help of the Holy Spirit. And this is where your healing comes. So I just want you to say a prayer with me. Dear Jesus, today I choose to accept you into my life. As my Lord and my personal Savior. I accept that you are everything to me. I choose to walk with you today. 
I choose to accept you again. I choose to start afresh with you and open my heart to a beautiful life in you. Thank you, Jesus, for all that you are doing in my life. Thank you for your love and your patience with me. I love you, and I pray for the grace and the strength to love you even more. Thank you, Father, for in Jesus' glorious name I've prayed. Amen. Welcome to the family. <laughs> so, we're going to be closing today. I want to apologize for the lateness. Um, let me just tell you, I have been really occupied lately. <laughs> I started a couple of things and I thought I could balance it, but oh well, I could not. I'm not even going to lie to you. It has been difficult for me. I trust God for strength and for wisdom because I'm thinking of how I'm going to start handling things from now on and I don't even know, but I truly trust God for strength and I'm going to try my best to be as proactive as I can be to ensure that the next episode is released on the right day, Thursday, 9pm. Thank you so much for your patience. Thank you for listening. Let's pray together. Father, I thank you for this beautiful soul listening to me today. I thank you because I know that you are in the business of restoring, of redeeming, and of healing. I pray, Lord, that you help this person today to get up. We have made a decision today to get up, to take off the grave clothes and to be free. But Lord, we still need you to walk with us. So today... We commit our hearts to you. We pray, Lord, that you continue to help us on this journey. For the sake of the generation that we are going to have, for the sake of our children, for the sake of our families, we do not want to repeat the same mistakes. And we can only, we can only thrive with your help, O oh God. So help us. Thank you, Father. For in Jesus' glorious name I've prayed. Amen. Thank you so much for listening. Please do not be afraid to reach out to me. Um, for those that have been reaching out, I just want to say thank you. I love you so much and it's been a pleasure talking to you. Please reach out to me at withlove underscore Rora on Instagram for questions or anything at all. I still have a playlist, so just reach out to me in case you want that, you know, to help you out in any way or if you need someone to talk to, right? I love you so much and I pray you have an amazing week with love, Rora. Thank you.